0: This is the influencer entrepreneurs podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 115 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to talk about what to sell online. I know that we have talked in the past about diversifying your income as far as digital products, and I want to give you some really great examples and ways in which you can do this. Now, before I do that, I want to make sure that if you haven't already signed up, For Launch It Live, where we are going to be walking you through how to put together a product and launch it in a free five day training, that you make sure that you do so. So hop over to the show notes and make sure that you are signed up for that. Now, As we dive into this, I want to make sure that you also know that we have a download for you to make sure that you are keeping track of all these different options that you have as far as what to sell online. So if you pop over to the show notes when, of course, you're parked your car, not when you're actually moving, um, or a stopped at a red light. Yes, I know it's tempting, but don't try to do it when you're even at a red light. Um, but hop over and make sure that you get that checklist that goes along with this on the ways in which you can sell online. All right. So what I'm going to do is I want to be able to break down what to sell and then where you can possibly uh, list these things as far as software and how to go about with a cart so that people can purchase these things. I'm also going to do my absolute best to try to give you examples for these. So the first thing that I think when people think of what to sell online, digital downloads is what always seems to come to mind. When I'm talking about a digital download, I'm talking about printables. So whether it's something cute where you're going to be able to frame it or your audience is gonna be able to print it out, use it as a calendar, whatever it might be, but a printable that they can then use and be able to use it however they want to. Now again, you can put something like this, you could use Etsy. Um, You could also use something like Sundowel so that it is a cart that they're able to purchase and be able to then go and download as an option. the second thing that you could possibly sell is an ebook. Now, I know that in the past we've talked about ebooks, and I always go back to the idea of I don't want you just to think of it, an ebook as content that's already on your site. Um, I want it to be something where they're going to learn something. You got to remember, we've talked about this in the past. Anytime you're trying to create a product, you want to be trying to solve a problem for your audience. So that ebook would be solving that problem. It's gonna walk them through so they have like an aha moment. This is also a way in which you could possibly self-publish a book, which would then be available either for digital download or you could go through Amazon and list it on Amazon. So when you're going to sell this, a possible option again for an ebook would be something like Sundowl. You could also do it through Amazon where you could have the download there and be able to use it. You could even have it set up so that the book could get printed if you decided to go the self publishing route. Now, this could look like a cookbook. It could be if you are a parenting blogger, maybe you're gonna talk about a specific angle on Working with children or helping them with their behaviors, whatever your area of expertise is, it should go back again to solving that problem for your audience. Now, Another area in which you could possibly something to sell would be an online course. And as many of you know, this is one of the routes that I love. As a former teacher, I think that this works great. And it doesn't have to just be blogger to blogger type products. I have clients right now that have created online courses in how to decorate, how to go about creating, um, making basic bakers become more advanced bakers. Think about how you could give them a step-by-step process and that's what your course would look like. It's normally a framework, a step-by-step they could actually put into action and then again, solve the problem that they have at hand. Now, as far as ways in which you can give them this as far as software. There are different things out there such as Teachable which is one that I love personally. I've been with Teachable now for almost three years. Um, I think that their interface works well. It works great for online courses. I as an administrator of it can go in and see Um, how far along the progress of my students. There are other options out there. There is also Thinkific is another one. There's also Kajabi. So there are definitely other options out there. I just have a tendency, of course, to favor Teachable. Um, To go along with that, something to keep in mind too is with any of these that we're talking about, you could also use software like SamCart where they are meant to be your cart service where you're going to be checking out. I personally use SamCart in coordination with Teachable because I have various products and it didn't make sense to have it in all different checkout pages. So I have everyone check out through SamCart um, and then it speaks to Teachable. So it's hooked up and they're communicating back and forth so that they are automatically enrolled those students. Now, the reason that I use SamCart is because I also offer um, coaching services. That's another thing that you could possibly sell. If you are Um, feel an expert in a particular niche that you could offer one-on-one services to your audience, then that might be an option. Now again, I use SamCart. You could use something as simple as PayPal and invoice it that way. There are really easy ways to do this. You don't have to make it harder, but because I have so many different offerings, it made sense for me to go through one service for everything. So, coaching services was the last one. Another idea is a membership site. We actually just covered this inside my membership site, Mastering Your Influence. But you're not if you are not a part of it, definitely want to definitely check out Mastering Your Influence. But membership sites are becoming a lot of hype is behind them right now because it's reoccurring revenue for you and it's consistent education for your members for the people that are part of your audience. And it's that hands-on that sometimes they often need. They want actual access to you. And a membership site gives them that because you normally have a forum of some sort where you're answering questions for them or they get more um, specific and individualized access to you inside a membership site. Now, for a membership site, you can use Kajabi. There's things like that. There's also members vault is a plugin that you can use there. I also use teachable. I use teachable to keep all of my content. And then I have a forum separate from it. There's lots of different options though. But again, when they purchase my membership site, you go through Sam card. So it's all the same that I'm having all the payments processed through. Another idea of what to sell online could be a mastermind or group program. This again kind of ties in with that coaching services. So if you're able to offer like individualized one-on-one attention to people where you're helping them through something. Now of course you're thinking, okay mastermind, what would that possibly look like? Or a group coaching, what would that look like? well, this might work for a health coach. It could possibly also work in a setting where maybe you are, um, your expertise is in children with autism, and you're helping these parents in a group setting um, create individualized learning plans for their children based on their needs. You can start to try to think of ways to Make it work across niches. This could also work for a possible food blogger. Maybe you um, have a vegan audience that is trying to stay strictly vegan, but also wants to make sure they're getting the right amount of protein that they need to have. So maybe you're going to do a group coaching program where you're going to work with them to continue to use um, eat vegan recipes, but make sure they get their protein in. It's what. When you are trying to decide on your product, you need to make sure that you, again, I keep going back to this, you have to be solving the problem for your audience. If you're a little foggy on this, I want you to jump over, when you're done with this episode, over to episode 96, where I talk about diversifying your income with online digital products But what I really want you to pay attention in this piece is the why of why you would go about creating that product or service because it speaks to this whole idea of you need to be solving a problem and how you need to go about solving it. Okay. So let's continue with our list here. So we just finished up with a mastermind or group coaching program. Another idea could be a physical product. Maybe you know that your audience has. Some, a need for something in particular. I'm gonna give you two separate um, examples of this for my personal clients. So one client has a fitness site that she runs and she has a membership site, but she also does a lot of her own programs, her workout programs. She uses a step and it's a particular type of step, like step aerobics. So hers is actually her product. It's designed a very specific way. She has like the rights to it and everything else. So she is able to then ship that. She is a seller on Amazon and her product is able to be purchased through Amazon because of this. Another client that I have actually runs a chicken blog. And one of the things that she noticed with her own chickens was the type of feed that they were having. That she was able to create a specific type of herb that she was going to be giving to and serving up to her chickens. She also dropships this now through Amazon. Uh, These are all options. Think about ways in which you are solving products, solving a problem. Here's another one, actually, too. I thought of another physical product of a client. One of my clients has a jar that is actually labeled so that you can make overnight oats in this jar. And on the jar, it's labeled with the specific pieces of ingredients that you're supposed to put into this jar for the perfect overnight oats in the morning. So really start thinking about, is a physical product an idea? Is there something that you use or do differently? Now, When it comes to this, again, like I always think of Shark Tank, they're going to ask for specific things that you need to have in place as far as the design. Do you have it copyrighted? Do you, is it yours that's owned? So you have to make sure that you're also looking into that piece. And again, the most of the people that are using this are using uh, drop shipping for Amazon in order to have people be able to purchase it. But again, you might be able to do something like that. For Etsy as well, which takes me to my next one. Maybe you're creative. Maybe you create wooden signs that are hand painted or you do jewelry. You could also, that could be a product that you could start selling online. And again, of course, I'm going to refer to Etsy. We all are very familiar with Etsy and how that works. So that is a great marketplace to be able to list your product as well. Another idea, and I am very excited about this one is branded mater- materials like t-shirts, mugs, um, totes, whatever it might be. We for Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy, which when the time of this recording comes out will be about a week away, which is crazy to me to think about. Um but We have created branded t-shirts that all of the attendees from Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy are going to be receiving. We also are going to be listing these in a shop for my audience members that weren't able to attend the conference. We're doing different designs. We're having different makes made of it as far as whether it's a sweatshirt or a tank for workout. We're also going to be doing different mugs. And all of these will be available to purchase for all of you. So if you're interested, make sure you hop over. But when you go to have these, you could use something like Shopify in order for people to be able to purchase those products and have them shipped out to them. Okay, the next one that I think is a great thing that you could possibly might want to sell online is a workbook or a binder. Now, workbook to a lot of our audiences out there will have almost like a negative connotation, which is why I added the word binder instead of workbook there. So a workbook might walk them through how to declutter their house. But instead of calling it a decluttering workbook, which sounds like work, I might call it a decluttering binder or a home organization binder. I might also do a budgeting binder which technically is really a workbook, but we're just making it a different, we're adding binder to it instead so it doesn't have that negative connotation of having to do work like you do in a workbook. All right, another way in which you could sell something online is video trainings. This could be as simple as not, it doesn't have to just be. Again, I always go back to this because I think a lot of times people listen and they're like, oh, Jenny, you are blogger to blogger. It's so easy for you to do a video training. You can get on and show them how to pitch and you can sell that. Well, it's the same for you guys. What are the things that you're teaching to your audience? If you are a food blogger and maybe there's a cake that you want to be able to teach your audience how to make. That is a possible video training. Or let's say, for example, I have another client who does essential oils. She is going to include a video training on how to DIY that essential oils. I also have another client who is a running blogger and she gets a ton of traffic for an ebook that she created on runner's knee. Well, she also added in a video training on some of the um, kind of exercises that she could show her audience to be able to strengthen their runner's knees so they wouldn't have such an issue when they're doing their running. Think of ways that you could add on to it. This is normally a great way to have kind of like a little bit of upsell to your ebook or to your printables. Being able to show them hands-on what it actually looks like rather than for them having to read it. You want to think about all the different ways that our audience learns how to do things. Some people are great at listening to things. Others are auditory learners. Others are going to want to actually see it. So they need to have that visionary, multi-sensory. That's what you want to be thinking about. How can I present this material in different forms so that it's more valuable to them? And anytime you do a video, it's going to be more valuable than just the written content. So Something like a video training, again, if you're using Teachable for your online courses, Teachable would be an easy platform to be able to use for a video training as well. But you could also always use uh, something like Sundown, where you're going to then drop the video into their box once they purchase. Okay, another one would be a template. Do you have a template in which you organize maybe your house? Is there something that you're doing? Maybe this is this would be great for budgeting. Maybe you have an Excel spreadsheet that does everything for you as far as the money that's coming in the money that's going out so that you know exactly how much money you have in your accounts or available in your budget for that month. This would definitely be an option. So looking at different types of templates, different ways that you organize things. If you're a spreadsheet person, are there specific spreadsheets that you use that would make it easier for the everyday audience member that you are trying to reach? Another one is live trainings. A lot of people don't think about this one because they think, oh, live trainings, that's too scary, or how would that possibly work? Well, what if you did live cooking classes with your audience? What if you invited them in and they were able to come into maybe a closed Facebook group or you could even do it on a platform like Zoom where you're all cooking together. Starting to try to think outside of the box. Think about different ways that people, you're seeing it being done or trying a different way. If you think it could possibly work for you as a learner, then I bet you anything is gonna work for your audience members too. So really start thinking about how can I take this material and deliver it a different way so that everyone in my audience can benefit from it? And that can be, again, that could be as simple as using PayPal to be able to have a cart option for them. So starting to think about ways in which you can diversify by figuring out what to sell is going to be key. Don't get held into the traditional ways of and the traditional things that we normally think of when it comes to selling. Start really thinking outside of the box. What are something that maybe your audience is asking you for? Are they asking for information about keto? And if they are, what could you deliver? How could you tell them that this is gonna work well for them and solve their problem of trying to figure out what foods are keto, um, not certified, but what foods are right for the keto diet, right? So really start thinking about it. Think, Listen to your audience. We also talked in um, a couple episodes ago about how to use Instagram stories to create a product. Make sure that you go back to that episode as well because that's going to help you really start to figure out the pain points that your audience does have. And you guys, I know I'm stressing this a lot in this episode, but it's all about your audience. You can't just create something in air and decide that, yep, this is what my audience wants. No, you need to have your ear to the ground. You need to be talking to them. So as we move forward, as we try to diversify our income and add different revenue streams to our businesses, you can definitely start to think about different products. These are great examples to be able to use. I just want you to make sure that you are really listening to your audience and what it is they need. You guys, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen in. I'd love to see where you are listening. Take a screenshot of the podcast episode and put it up on Instagram stories. You can tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. You will most likely get a a video message back from me thanking you, as well as I love to give shout outs throughout the week, anytime I see someone sharing on Instagram stories that they're listening to the podcast. If you have a chance to leave a review on iTunes, I would also so appreciate it. It helps other bloggers and influencers be able to share my content as they also become a podcast listener. Feel free to share those at any point because that helps in the long run. You guys, I appreciate you all so much. Until next time, I will see you all then.